You've been eating right and you've been exercising, but your friends have yet to get on board. So how do you give advice to your friends about health and wellness? Find out on today's episode of the Total Body Training Podcast. What is up, people? Jean-Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some damn confidence. And today's topic is how to give advice to your friends about their damn fitness. How to give fitness advice to your friends. (laughs) How to give fitness advice? There we go. (laughs) All right, so how do you do this? All right, this one's a tricky one. Whenever people get into health, wellness, and taking better care of themselves, it's just like anything else, anything else that you're interested in, you're gonna wanna talk about it. Anything that comes up in your life, you're gonna wanna talk about with your friends and your family. And that could be whether or not you went and saw the latest Marvel movies, or whether or not you got shit-faced at the new distillery in town, or it could be whether or not you decided to stop eating you know, so much red meat or I don't know, whatever the case might be, right? Something something healthier, some other kind of healthy option. Like maybe you're eating more kale. We as people have a tendency to want to share these things and there ain't nothing wrong with that at all, you know? It's definitely a free country. You can say what you want. What I would say when it comes to giving fitness advice, you have to be really careful because you can alienate other people in the process and uh, other people can feel very judged. You gotta understand that like, if you are, if your in group of, of friends and family don't have a healthy lifestyle, that you having a healthy lifestyle serves as a reminder to them of their lack of having a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> that you being and taking better care of yourself, you would think would serve as a, in a lot of situations, as an inspiration, oftentimes doesn't because people are inherently self-conscious about themselves. Now, I don't know if this is the case across the board in all situations, but at least that's been my experience. And that's definitely been the experience that I've seen with some people here at Total Body Training that their friends and family look at them and think that all of a sudden, you know, (laughs) Pedro is a health nut and I can't stand him with his kale and his kombucha or his whey protein or whatever. (laughs) You get the point. I can't stand the fact that he's working out an hour a day, five days a week. What a weirdo. Um, You know, it's like the moment that people do these things, you serve to remind them of the thing that they aren't doing themselves. So um, how do you give uh, fitness advice to friends and family? The first thing that I would say is that don't give advice unless it's pertinent to them and the situation or it's asked for. Pertinent or asked for. All right, what do I mean by that? We'll start with pertinent. So let's say that a friend is talking about how they are really, they have high cholesterol. Okay, someone says, oh man, I went to the doctor and the doctor says that I need to lose weight and you know, you know, this, or maybe I'm pre-diabetic or, you know, something like that, you might say, hey, you know, maybe you can come to the gym with me or, hey, like maybe you should start exercising. I mean, I was pre-diabetic or that runs in my family and I'm doing okay because I started dieting and exercising, right? That would be pertinent to the situation. Or maybe you see that a friend is constantly 
not feeling well, uh, they're constantly tired, and they need a little bit more energy in your life. Maybe you could say something like, hey, like, have you considered getting a little bit more sleep? Like just dropping in like a little bit hint, a little hint and being humble in the process. Don't brag in the process. Share your experience and don't brag in the process and don't put them down. Make sure that when you're saying this, you're not putting the person down. You're not calling them out on their shit. You're, 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 you're being pertinent, I'll get to that. You're being pertinent to what the person needs, right? Um, so that's what I mean by pertinent, is that if the conversation comes up and the person you know, has something going on, you can make a recommendation there. The other one is if it's asked for. So let's say that maybe Manuel needs help because Manuel does have, uh, is pre-diabetic or wants to get off of, you know, diabetes medication or high cholesterol medication, whatever the case might be, right? And they say, so, Jean, what are you doing? So, Maria, what are you doing, right? They ask you, then you can be like, oh, okay, I like to do total body training, hopefully, wink, wink, or I like to do walks in the park, or I like to do Zumba, <laughs> whatever the case might be, right? Um, I like to eat healthier, you know, I do like a kale smoothie, <laughs> whatever the case might be, right? You tell them then, because they fucking asked you for it, right? Uh, try not to volunteer so much of your health advice, because I think that people, if you're doing it without it being pertinent or asked for, I think that people have a tendency to take an offense to it, because they feel like you're calling them out, and that's what you want to be careful with. Now. The next one is empathizing. This is important. If you're like me, you haven't always been, you know, healthy. Like you haven't always focused on like improving your health, improving how you feel. You know, there are definitely times in my life that I fucked off and I should have taken better care of myself. So, uh, you know, but like as time goes by, we can start to forget how we were, if we're healthier now, how we were when we weren't as healthy when we made like a bunch of choices that weren't as healthy, right? Like when we did party a little too much, when we did, you know, eat way too many helpings of pizza, right? Uh, we can start to forget that when we start dropping the pounds and when we start getting fitter and when we start hitting new PRs. We can start to forget what it's like to be someone who's struggling with their body, someone who's struggling with feeling good, someone who's struggling with anxiety or like, you know, depression or something like that because they're not taking care of themselves, right? We can start to forget what that feeling was like. Those are all things, by the way, that I've had personal experience with anxiety, depression, and stuff, I found a lot of that was just because I wasn't taking care of myself. I don't want to trivialize people who have chemical imbalances. Moving on. So make sure that you deploy empathy. That's something that my uh, that Gary Vaynerchuk says that I like, deploy an immense amount of empathy. When someone is new to weightlifting or when someone is new to having a healthy lifestyle. So if you do have Manuel coming to you and telling you that, you know, he does have these health problems, don't start off by like telling him you can't do that and you're fucking up. Like start off by making sure that you're empathizing, you're saying, man, that's really tough or like, I'm sorry to hear that. That's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you're truly understanding and you're listening to the person, that you're listening to what they say because they'll be more responsive to you if they do ask for that question. They'll be more responsive to you if you empathize with them and you understand what it is that they actually need. Not only will they be more responsive, but you'll be able to address the core of what that person actually needs. So like, you know, maybe your motivation is looking sexier, but Manuel is fine in, in his physique. What he is, his motivation is making sure that he can get off his pain, I mean, off of his uh, blood thinners or whatever, right? Whatever medication he's taking. So what you would wanna do is make sure to address that. And when you empathize and when you listen, you can say things like, you know, you might be able to get off the 
blood pressure medication if you do this, if you eat a little bit better, or if you exercise, come exercise with me, right? That's how we empathize, by saying that we understand and we feel their pain, we feel their sorrow, and then addressing the issue that's actually going on with the person. Not you saying, well, Manuel, you'd probably look a lot hotter if you did this. Not you, uh, you know, that's it. We'll leave it at that. So just make sure that you empathize and that the person knows it. And then this is my third one, is encourage good habits before addressing bad habits or less productive behavior. I'll say it again, encourage good habits before addressing bad habits. You are what you do daily. And for people, breaking bad habits is really hard. I know because they've been hard for me and I've watched people struggle with it. So, you know, uh, you know, maybe you know that Manuel has a problem with drinking too much. And he's not an alcoholic, it's just that Manuel like, likes to drink and party just a little tiny tidbit too much, right? What you should do is instead of saying something like, Manuel, you know, you gotta really stop partying that way. I mean, how could you do that to yourself, Manuel? I mean, how could you do that? How could you think that if you do that, that you're gonna feel good and feel better? Instead of saying that, you can say, you know, uh, you know drinking a little bit less will help you feel better because your hormones will be more in check and you'll feel that you have like more energy and maybe exercising a little bit will improve in that process. If you say it like that and you start focusing on reinforcing a good habit saying, you know, maybe you should come exercise or you say something like, uh, you know, maybe you should throw in some more vegetables in your diet. Maybe you should eat a little bit cleaner. When you start to try to suggest good habits, it's a lot easier to pick up on those than to try to change the bad ones. Now, I'm not saying that we're not gonna address those or that we're not gonna ignore them, but I am saying that those bad habits are a part of that person's identity, right? They're a part of what that person's been doing for a while. So jumping on all the shit that they're doing wrong from the get-go, especially if they're not asking you for it, can inhibit their ability to listen to you and your message, right? Because when you tell somebody that they're wrong or when you tell somebody like everything they need to change, oftentimes what happens is they just get this block where they're not ready and willing to listen to you. Or if they do listen to you, they just end up feeling chastised and put down, even if you say it in a nice way. Right, because you can have all the good intention of like informing the person, letting them know why it's not that great, but like that'll really not translate into that. It really won't stick in the person's head if all they're doing is thinking about how you're wrong, or all they're doing is thinking about how bad or how fucked up how they're acting is, or what they're doing is. So what I would recommend that you do is that you start off by encouraging good habits, and then you know slowly addressing the bad ones. There are a lot of studies that show and that uh, you will, that people who start exercising will start to change other habits. Once they've made exercising a primary habit or you know, eating better a primary habit, that they'll start to change other habits to kind of match that. Now, not everybody does that, right? Some people will go about a whole life exercising and not really changing anything other than that. Um, but there are studies that show, at least in Charles Duhigg's books, The Power of Habit, that people who start off with like one habit of exercising daily eventually will start to work on their other ones. And I call this habit stacking, I call this baby steps. Just you know, improving one thing at a time will work so much better for you. And so that's part of my thinking here with encouraging a good habit, is that the other stuff will be addressed later on, that the person won't feel overwhelmed or put down. So here are my points. Make sure that when you're giving advice to your friends, it's pertinent or asked for. Make sure that you're empathizing and you're expressing how much you empathize and you're actually addressing what it is that the person 
person needs as opposed to what you think they need. And then third, make sure you're encouraging good habits and uh, focusing on that. And then later on, you know, talking about the less productive stuff, focusing on the good habits first. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in to the Total Body Training Podcast. Until next time, peace.